Hello and welcome to the Turning Two Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Lyons, and welcome to episode zero, or at least I'm calling it episode zero for now, of this podcast. The whole point of this episode, I think, is just a short little intro on to what this podcast series is going to be about. I'll do a little bit of an intro about myself, about uh, how I got into baseball, and kind of what we're going to be doing here throughout uh, this podcast series and what you might expect as the listener. So just to get into it, uh, like I said, I'm Jack Lines. I'm currently a sophomore in college, finishing up my sophomore year right now, and I have been a baseball fan, I think, for pretty much all of my life. And yeah, this is not my first uh, baseball podcast show. I had one last year with some of my friends here in college, uh, but I wanted to start something up again, especially with baseball season just around the corner. Uh, and with spring training uh, starting up right now and the first spring training games happening next weekend, it only felt right to start something right away and kind of put myself out there a little bit more. Uh, so that's a little bit about me. I'm from originally uh, Seattle, Washington, so I'm a big-time Seattle Mariners fan. So if you hear any bias, that's where it's coming from, mostly from a good place. Um, and yeah, let's just jump right into it, what you can expect from this podcast. So turning to uh, the name of the podcast, first and foremost, is a term for turning a double play. For those that don't know it, I've heard it basically my whole life playing baseball. My coach is just yelling, turn two, turn two. And I thought that was a pretty good name. So we'll get into that right now. Um, but yeah, uh, been a baseball fan my entire life. I love talking about baseball, and that's what I want this podcast to be, is just a conversation between fans and the listeners. And I think that that's going to be a great thing. Uh, so some of the content you can expect from this podcast is really just any sort of breaking news that is happening around baseball or any kind of big moments happening in baseball throughout the season. So as of right now, the weekly schedule will be uh, Fridays, probably around 8 a.m. Uh, Central Time. I am in the Central Time Zone, so that would make the most sense, I think, for me. Um, so I think 10 a.m. Central Time on Friday mornings uh, is going to be when I'm going to be able to get the podcast out to you. Um, and yeah, the topics, I think, can range from all sorts of things. I'm a huge prospect guy, so I love to talk about farm systems, minor leaguers, and any kind of prospect talk is always going to be welcome on this show. Uh, anything big going on in the world of baseball. And right now, there's a whole lot of topics I can talk about even right now. And I'll start recording for uh, next week's episode uh, right after this episode airs. And so right now, as for an example, we got spring training. But we also have a bunch of free agents that are not signed yet for teams. So what I want to do, I think, is just dive in just briefly right now about uh, right like who hasn't signed yet? What are some big news in sports? So I'm going to give you a little taste of that, and we'll talk a little bit about um, just kind of the world of baseball right now, and then I'll close it up here. All right, let's jump right into it. So let's talk about some free agents that are still available, because it's crazy that uh, right now there's quite a few free agents still available right now uh and spring training had just gotten started pitchers and catchers reported about last week i think some of them started rolling in and then especially this week more and more have started to join and then i think next week position players uh start to roll into a lot of camps 
Um, but let's start with the big four right now because there are four big names, uh, notable names that have still not signed, and they all have one key detail in uh, in mind, and that is that they're all Scott Boris clients. And if you know anything about baseball, you know anything about free agent signings, Scott Boris is notoriously, I think some would say, the best agent to have for a lot of these uh, high-profile uh, clients that he has. I think uh, just a small list is Garrett Cole, uh, Juan Soto, um, and I think these next couple four are uh, also his clients. I think more will come to me the more I think about it. Um, trying to th- Corey Seager, big one right there. Uh, Marcus Simeon, another one. So a lot of these guys have gotten multi-year, multi-million dollar contracts, and uh, these four, I think, are looking for the same thing. However, the market is telling them, let's hold our horses here and let's think about this before uh, we actually sign you. So the big four are left-hand pitcher Blake Snell, left-hand pitcher Jordan Montgomery, outfielder Cody Bellinger, and third baseman Matt Chapman. Uh, let's break these down real quick. We'll start with the pitchers. Uh, we'll start with Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery coming off of a pretty solid year uh, with the Texas Rangers. Uh, he got traded, of course, midseason to the Texas Rangers uh, coming over. Uh, he was, a, uh, I think, a deadline acquisition for the Rangers and ended up being a pitcher that really got him over the hump, got him into the playoffs, and wouldn't you know it, they are now World Series champions. So Jordan Montgomery still unsigned right now. Uh, if I had to put in a guess right now, I would say he's probably going back to Texas. I think that's the most logical fit. I think that's the most, uh, I think, balanced fit for him too. And the Texas Rangers, they really do need some starting pitching depth. They have both Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer out until at least the All-Star break, which is two certified Hall of Famer uh, goats right there, if you will. Uh, And they need some pitching depth. They want to keep in the tight race that will be the AL West. But we'll get into more of that, I think, next week when we go into some predictions right there. Uh, Now we'll move on to other left-hand pitcher, Blake Snell. Blake Snell is coming off of his second Cy Young Award, his second. Uh, He won one in 2019, I believe 2018-2019, with the Tampa Bay Rays in the American League. And he just won this last, uh, he won this last year with the San Diego Padres in the NL. He is a NL and AL Cy Young winner. And I think there's only been two or three that have ever done that feat, which is incredible. Uh, and my guess right now is Snell's probably looking for a long-term, multi-hundred million dollar contract. And I don't think teams really love Blake Snell, uh, which I don't think is fair to him. Blake Snell, obviously, two-time Cy Young says enough about it. But Blake Snell does walk a lot of guys, and there's some injury concern. And just hey, like I know that you just you have two Cy Youngs awards now, but we don't know a whole lot about kind of what you can do in three years from now, four years from now. And my guess is Blake Snell is probably at least looking for six to seven years, maybe even with a couple of opt-ins right now. So the market I do not think is playing into either of those guys' hands. I think Jordan Montgomery might eventually force the Texas Rangers' hand, and the Rangers might have to pay pretty big bucks for him. But I think Blake Snell is probably in the worst position right here as far as pitchers go. Uh, But moving on, we'll go to third baseman Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman last year uh, was traded from the Athletics to the Blue Jays, and in his month of April, he was on fire. He had one of the greatest months that uh, I think any position player has ever seen, really, and it was incredible. After that, definitely had a fall off. I think he finished with a two, about a 240 average. But Matt Chapman, you're not always looking at him for the bat. He is one of the best fielders when it comes to third base. 
And uh, that is really where his true value is. If he's going to ever be even talked about in Cooperstown or even thought to have a future in the Hall of Fame, it's going to mostly be because of his glove. Multi-time platinum uh, glove winner and multi-time gold glove winner as well. Uh, And finally, I think the most interesting one right here is Cody Bellinger. Bellinger, obviously, MVP, Rookie of the Year. Uh, He was the MVP back in 2018. uh, Or, yeah, uh, MVP back in 2018. Rookie of the Year, I believe, in 2017, 2016. Or, uh, yeah, I think that sounds about right. Um, But, obviously, after his 2018 amazing, blistering breakout season, he had two all-time seasons for the young outfielder, and it looked like the Dodgers had locked up another insanely talented outfielder. However, he dropped off an incredible, incredible, incredible amount. I mean, it's something that might even need to be studied a little bit. Um, And Cody Bellinger last uh, season was a free agent. And after these two struggling years, and just to put into context, in 2020, which I know it's really hard to even read into 2020, as statistics, he had a 239 batting average. Not horrible, especially for the uh, the hard season. And in 1.4 war, in 2021, he bounced back with a 165 batting average, which is, I don't think I need to even say it, pretty bad at his age 25 season. That's just two years removed from his MVP season. He had batted, wow, well, yeah, 165. He had a 302 slug and a negative one war. And for those that don't know, war is wins above replacement. Probably the most valuable stat in all of baseball. You can measure him out how many wins a player can get you. Uh, pretty rough year for uh, Cody Bellinger. And after that, the Dodgers let him walk after not trading him. Uh, kind of a controversial move. Uh, in 2020, uh, or in 2022, excuse me, he came back uh, with L.A. Uh, and um, didn't do a whole lot with them either that next very year, you know. After a couple of these years, you can kind of look at it and say, all right, well, is this a flaw? Is this a, hey, post-2020, was he, he was a little hurt. You know, that's, that was known about too. But still, 2022, he came back at a 210 batting average, a 1.8 war, so not horrible. Uh, he did have a 27% strikeout rate, which is in Incredible. And his 20, uh, excuse me, his 2019 MVP season, he had a 16.4 strikeout rate. So you're going up above 10% your MVP season strikeout rate, only two years removed from that MVP season. That is not a great look for Bellinger. And it was after this season, after 2022, that the Dodgers let him walk. And the Cubs then go out and pick him up on a one-year deal. And I think what Scott Boris was thinking with Cody Bellinger, who's uh, another client of Scott's, is hey you know refine yourself find your new like find your groove again get a one-year deal you can get make some money off of it but not not a whole lot and that next following off season people will be able to all right here after this season we'll give you a big fat contract and right now cody's waiting for that big fat contract because in the 2023 season he had a 307 batting average a uh, 525 slug he had a war of 4.1 and a WRC plus of 134. That is a great year. Um, I cannot remember if he was an all-star. I want to say he was because he was off to a pretty great start again. And he bumped his 
strikeout rate down again to this time 15.6. So even lower than his MVP season's strikeout rate, his season's uh, his career best in strikeout rate. Uh, and that was great. And that's awesome. However, it does not seem like the market is moving towards, all right, this guy seems like the real deal. Uh, and we want to pay this guy for long term again. And it might even turn out that Cody Bellinger once again has to sign a one-year deal, maybe even a three-year deal with a couple opt-outs, if I had to guess. Um, and typically when it comes to Scott Boris clients, he's just like, all right, if you can't do it, you can't do it, and we'll, we will wait you out. And players don't like that. Players like to be down in spring training. They like to have security. They like to know what's going on with them and kind of what their goal now is. Like, who, what, the, what are they looking for? What's their future now? It doesn't matter necessarily the amount of money. It matters, all right, am I playing baseball this season? And sometimes with Scott Boris clients, we've seen it before. Uh, I think Manny Machado was one. He didn't sign until February 28th. We were weeks into spring training by then, and he signed then uh, back in 2019, which was an insane year. He also had uh, Bryce Harper. Excuse me, I cannot remember for whatever reason Bryce Harper's name. Um, you had Bryce Harper, who was also humongous free agent and got that humongous deal from the Phillies, and he took him like yeah, it was like middle of February that he also signed. So you got these big four that are also just all waiting, uh, the, all the Scott Boris clients, um, and they're just waiting for some kind of contract. My guess is. Matt Chapman of these four signs first. There's been a, a decent amount of smoke around Matt Chapman. However, the rumors have been Blake Snell and Cody Bellinger have yet to even be offered a contract. So even if the team's interested, I think they've even been seeing some of the, his val uh, their value and been like, eh, I don't know if we actually want to pay that amount. Uh, so if that's true, it might be a pretty long spring for both Cody and Blake Snell. Um, and yeah, those are the big four as of right now. Uh, moving down the list a little bit, you kind of have the mid-rotation options. Uh, options. Um, Michael Lorenzen, the right-hand pitcher, uh, and Mike Clevenger. Uh, those are kind of your mid-rotation back into the uh, depth kind of pieces, guys. Uh, Clevenger coming off of a decent year. Uh, and Hunjin Ryu is also uh, a free agent as well can, uh, still. Ryu is also returning from Tommy John surgery. Um, coming after, he posted a 3.46 ERA in 11 starts in 2023. So you might have some pretty nervous uh, teams right there being like, all right, we don't know if we really want to sign a guy coming off of Tommy John, especially when Ryu is, I believe, in his 30s by now as a pitcher. And that's never a good sign if you're going off of TJ in your 30s. Old. And uh, running out with uh, two some, uh, power some power bats, excuse me, you have uh, the DH J.D. Martinez and outfielder Adam Duvall. Both of these guys uh, won a, actually won a world championship with the Red Sox back in 2018 together. Uh, both some pr big time power bats, legit power bats. J.D. is getting up there in age. However, last year he slugged uh, 33 home runs with, um, with the L.A. Dodgers. He signed last year on another one-year deal. I think kind of doing a similar thing to either the Cody Ballinger thing of just, all right, waiting it out and saying, all right, you're not getting the deal I want, so I'm going to wait for next year. And meanwhile, Adam Duvall is coming off of his uh, lengthy contract with Atlanta. And both teams are both guys are trying to find their teams as of right now. Uh, J.D. Martinez has been rumored a little bit around to eat both of his actual former teams, the Tigers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I bet the Dodgers, even with that crowded outfield, 
they probably have some, uh, they'd probably make some room from him, if I had to guess. He seemed to fit in that Dodger blue last year pretty, pretty well. Uh, so, yeah, those are the pretty big name free agents. Um, and, yeah, I think I'll kind of close it up right here. But so that was a little bit of a taste of kind of what we're going to be talking about on this podcast. Obviously, free agents is a pretty big topic right now because uh, it's so late into the into the offseason. And we even started the season pretty much with spring training just around the corner and even starting for uh, pitchers and catchers. So any kind of topics like this, anything that's relevant in the sports world, anything that I want to talk about uh, when it relates to prospects or, hey, here are my predictions for next year, which might actually be the episode for next week is a quick little projections episode. I look at some fan graph projections. And another thing to note is I'm a big stats guy. I love stats, which is probably one of the reasons I love baseball. But stats, I think, will always carry over uh, into the episodes. So I'll try to explain best I can. Like today, I mentioned war and WRC plus and stuff like that. So we might have some episodes where I'm talking about stats. We also will probably have some episodes where I bring some of my friends on that also love baseball. Uh, A friend that I had a podcast with last year, Trevor, I know he has already said that he'd love to do uh, a couple episodes with me. And I have a friend back home who's another humongous baseball fan and I've thought about bringing him on via zoom or something like that so got a lot of things in the works but yeah this should be a lot of fun I'm really looking forward to this it's an outlet for me where I can talk ball for like I said about a half an hour 40 minutes a week and I'm really really looking forward to it it's a lot it's gonna be a lot of fun uh I think it's gonna be a great season I think next week uh just looking into it a little bit I think next week will probably be a little bit of my projections on all right what who's finishing where in the in the league and maybe even some playoff predictions, but that'd be pretty bold if I started that already in February, but it's going to be a great baseball season. I'm looking forward to all of it, especially doing this podcast for you guys. Uh, Please subscribe, uh, continue to listen. And remember next Friday at 10 AM. So earlier than this podcast is coming out right now, but next Friday at 10 AM is going to be the official episode one of the turning to podcast. Uh, thank you so much uh, for listening, all of you guys. I uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, like the podcast, share the podcast. Uh, let's go to the show as much as we can. I uh, really appreciate it. I'm your host, Jack Lines, and that was episode zero of the Turning 2 podcast. I will see all of you guys next week.